Hello everybody and welcome to episode 7 and maybe episode 8 depending on how long this goes for. Um, this is totally truthful obviously, we're going to be talking about all the Star Wars movies that have been released thus far. Um, I'm here again with Steven or because he's decided to change his name back to Vote Saxon 07. <laughs> yes, Vote Saxon 07 again. Until I die, I've just had to accept that as my fate. So we're going to talk about Doctor Who. Um, wait, no. That's yeah, not bring right. it on. Now, what was your favourite type of TARDIS? <laughs> I, I really, I really liked Peter Capaldi's. Yeah, funnily enough, so did I. It was a decent enough console room. It, was, it wasn't too big, yeah. it wasn't too glamorous. It had a nice no. callback to the originals. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? This is supposed <laughs> to be Star Wars. What is this? You keep but, tricking me. The real question is, what's your favourite Sonic screwdriver? Ooh, probably the 11th Doctors. Same. Um, it's just got that nice sort of... You know when you flick it open, it looks like it's an action, but then you can close it up and stuff. and yeah. It just looks like a real proper tool. I really like it. <laughs> Exactly. Um, I actually do want to talk about the FIFA World Cup quickly. I don't know if you've been following that or not. Well, it's part of my job, so yeah, it's been unavoidable. Yeah. Um, late last night, we, Australia, were decimated by France. Um, for shame, for shame. That sucked. Uh, <laughs> but... Now that we've talked about the World Cup, I can put it in the uh, in the description, and I can put it in the tags. So oh yeah, you got you got to tag it up, tag it up with the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, um, we've had a few people pass away over the last week and a bit. Um, Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, um, that's sad. Um, who else? Oh, the guitarist from the Blues Brothers. That was yeah, Mark Guitar Murphy. Yep. Very, very sad um, to see. The tall one wants four whole fried chickens and a Coke. Jake! <laughs> and the, the skinny one wants... Oh, no. The short one wants four whole fried chickens and a Coke. Jake! And the tall one wants dry white toast. Elwood! Shit, the Blues Brothers, man! Uh, I love that movie. I am hard-pressed to think of anyone that wouldn't enjoy the Blues Brothers. Probably my grandmother. Um. Oh, well, that doesn't count. <laughs> it's just not, it's not uh, a movie made for your grandmother. No. It's a movie made for us, the hip kids, the cool kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Back in what was it, eighty? Nineteen eighty, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and was it Leslie Grantham died as well from EastEnders. Yeah, I actually met him once when I was like about ten years old. Uh, me and my mum and dad were going to London just for the weekend because it was my mum's fiftieth birthday and it was my tenth birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Work out the maths on that one. But um <laughs> we were going over to London just for the weekend and guy the taxi at the airport and there he was just standing there and I had no idea who this guy was and my mum and dad were like that's 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 the, the, the evil bastard from EastEnders go go get his autograph he's, he's really cool go get his autograph and like because I knew him from Fort Boyard I didn't know him from EastEnders 
I don't know if you'd seen I, Fort Boyard. But no, it's basically this show. It was filmed in some sort of castle in the middle of the sea near France. And it was yeah. basically like this this whole big challenge thing. We had to go through different mazes and solve different stuff as well. Uh, and it was basically the backbone of uh, Saturday Night Entertainment in the 90s. And he hosted it. And he was amazing at hosting it. So my mum and dad marched me up to this, this tall... A gaunt beast of a man and I'm like hi and he goes alright my son what can I do for you and I was like uh, c- can I get your autograph yeah absolutely mamaka come on then and like he did the autograph Leslie Grantham and gave it to me and then off he went and I had no idea who he was until he came back to EastEnders I think it was 2003 yeah so that's that, that's my shitty Leslie Grantham story and may he rest <laughs> in peace <laughs> Yes. Uh, um, yeah, that was a bit sad. I've never watched EastEnders, but I know it's been going for a while. Yeah, it's been going for nigh on 30-odd years. <clears throat> Although, yeah. Coronation Street is, is yes. where it's at. Coronation Street is yeah. definitely where it's at. I love me some Coronation Street. Uh, I don't watch that crap either. But <laughs> No, of, of, of the three British soaps, Coronation Street's my bay. I won't watch Emmerdale, I won't watch EastEnders. I don't even watch Home and Away, which is a tragedy in and of itself, or Neighbours. But I do yeah. watch myself from Coronation Street. I hate Australian soap operas. They're so bad. Yeah, it's... Um, it's... Oh, we call it? We call it? The stereotypes. I genuinely love the yeah. stereotypes. It's amazing. Yeah. Like you can get so much comedy value out of old episodes of, <laughs> of like neighbors and prisoner cell block H and everything. Yeah, it's fantastic. The old the old days when Russell Crowe and Kylie Minogue were both on Neighbours. Yeah, that's right, and Jason Donovan as well. Yeah, Kylie and Jason they had a thing going on, man. Yeah. Everyone in the audience has no idea what the hell we're talking about. No. Uh, <laughs> well. Ask your granddad, kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alright, we should probably actually talk about Star Wars. Yeah, let's talk about Wars in Star. Well, at the at the end of the, other, the last half of the last episode, you said um, you would Star Wars over the head, face, neck and chest. Oh, yes. And just a little yeah. bit gets up your nostrils. <laughs> And you have to sit like this for about half an hour. <laughs> uh, 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 oh no, it's just, oh no, it's just stuck right in my nostril. I can't get it up or down. Uh, uh. Yeah, that 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 is our description for this this podcast. Yep, that'll do. Um, and it's also like a donkey punch in the back of the head. It's a full-on donkey show. Yep. Um. Okay, because the sound people Menace. make noises like uh, like donkeys. <laughs> so there you go. See, it's, it's, it's all connected. It's all connected. Yeah, yeah. You think we're like, just talking nonsense, but we're not. There's a point. Yeah, you have to read um, between the lines. That's what totally truthful is as a podcast. Exactly. You know, it's 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 more cerebral than you'd expect. <laughs> you know, it's it's so dense that like there's so much going on with every word out of our mouths. But like, what, like we'll have to get Stephen working as a character because he's a funnier character than we've had before. Yes. 
uh, and is also me just doing an Irish impression. That's very true. And it's really great as well because I'm so talented as a person that I can actually interrupt myself. That's exactly right. See? (laughs) (laughs) Right, Uh, Phantom Menace, let's do this thing, man. Start at the bottom and work our way up. Yep, that piece of shit. Oh, good lord, this movie, man. This movie. Although, in all fairness, I will say this before we get really into the nitty gritty of it. Of the three prequels, this is the one that feels the most like Star Wars. Yeah, because it's it's got the set design. Because this is before Lucas went, okay, let's build everything on a green screen. Let let's actually yeah. build nothing and just have the actors act in a sea of green. So like you have different. <laughs> props and sets and backdrops and stuff and it's all you know aged up and and worn and it it feels like a lived in world especially when you get to the likes of Tatooine Naboo looks really nice as well Uh, like the spaceship designs and stuff and especially that uh, shot at the start whenever Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan's spaceship gets blown up inside the the Trade Federation's not a Death Star like yeah. that looks really cool and it looks like Star Wars because it's it's made with miniatures and models and practical effects and it looks really really good and it feels just so much like Star Wars like for, you know elements of it feel like Star Wars whereas the rest of yeah. it is a sad warning of what's to come with episodes 2 and 3 <laughs> yeah um, and they also had to raise the, the sets were about 10 feet high because Liam Neeson is a monster that is true. And also has a gargantuan penis. Fun fact of the day. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, well, you're both Irish. So you well, Liam Neeson's know. cock is so big that Thanos had to snap twice just to get rid of it. Get off. Brum, bum, bum. It's like... <laughs> oh, God. Knight Rider. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh well, he's in this, isn't he? This is good old Sam. Yeah, yeah, you can't get rid of him. You can't get rid of old no. uh, old Samwise L. Jacksonian. <laughs> yeah, which I believe is the, the character name that he was playing in this movie. Yeah, not Samwise L. Jacksonian. <laughs> not Mace Windex. No, no, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> Ironically uh, enough, both Mace and Windex are two things you can spread people to cause harm that, and trauma to their eyeballs. That's true. Um, do we want to talk about the characters and how no. Qui-Gon Jinn's <laughs> an idiot? <laughs> yeah, basically he starts this whole tired charade. Uh, yeah. It's 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 a pack of nonsense, I think, because with, like with the original Star Wars trilogy, the proper Star Wars trilogy, it was just a big mad daft space adventure. Like, yeah. the, like, there was lore there, but it was in the background, whereas with the prequels, the lore is very much front and centre. And yeah. the, the the best way I can describe what went wrong with the prequels as opposed to what went right with the original trilogy is that in the original trilogy, they mention in passing stuff that they'll have actual scenes about in the prequel trilogy. So that's what leads to a lot of Jedi walking down corridors having boring conversations about nonsense. It's like George yeah. Lucas forgot the premier rule of filmmaking, which is show, don't tell. Like yeah. in the original trilogy, he showed it all. He showed the, the, the Battle of Yavin. He, he showed Bespin City. He showed the attack on the second Death Star. Whereas in this one, it's, what about the droid attack on the Wookiees? <laughs> <laughs> and I think part of that is 
that um, George Lucas did all of the prequels, whereas he only did A New Hope. Yeah, well, see, even again with doing A New Hope, you could tell there was someone over his shoulder. There was someone going, yeah. no, George, this is nonsense. Han Solo shouldn't be a nine-foot-tall fish monster. He should be a guy. Yeah, yeah, You know, and yeah. he was kind of restricted by that. And then Irvin Kirshner came on for Empire. And that is yeah. one of the best sequels ever made. It is so goddamn good. And that's because he took George Lucas's original treatment. And uh, I think it was Lawrence Kasdan came on for that one. Or did he come on for Jedi? I uh, can't remember. But th- either way, th- it think, was... Yeah. It, it was a. It was the way that movies should be made, which is, like, the pinnacle of that was the seventies and the eighties, where it was yeah. a collaborative affair. You didn't have one guy on top of everything, or like you do these days, we have studio executives on top of everything, meddling with Sony. the director's original creative vision. Sony, in particular, springs to mind. <laughs> but um, yeah, like. Like people, there's too many cooks in the kitchen these days. Whereas back in the day, everyone was on a level playing ground. Didn't matter if you were a producer, a director, an editor, a writer. Everyone was mashing all these creative ideas together, and that's how you got really weird shit that was also awesome, like Star Wars. Like who the hell could have predicted that a movie about adventures in space with laser swords and guns that shoot beams of light would be so well received and so loved and that's because it was a genuine creative affair for everyone involved same with empire and maybe to a slightly lesser extent jedi yeah but the point is this, like the point is like you felt like those <laughs> movies were movies that people actually wanted to make whereas with the prequel yeah. trilogy and to an extent the sequel trilogy they feel like uh, even to quote Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park they patented it they packaged it they slapped it on a plastic lunchbox and now they're selling it they want to sell it you know it's, it's, it's a product now that's what's yeah. wrong and, and yeah. because you've got someone like Rick McCallum who genuinely is cancer like, like if cancer had a face it would look like Rick McCallum like <laughs> He is basically the world's biggest suck-up to George Lucas. Like, yeah. like I don't know if you've ever watched the documentary, The Beginning, that's on the uh, the Phantom Menace DVD as a special feature. No. But he is basically the world's biggest yes-man. So George Lucas could be coming out with nonsense like, yeah, I think we should have a scene where uh, uh, Anakin uh, drinks some berry juice and, and turns nine foot tall and has visions of Darth Vader in the future. And Rick McCallum would be sitting there. Even this is the worst idea ever. Like, Rick McCallum would be sitting there going, yeah, yeah, George. Yeah, I really, really like it. It's so dense. There's so much going on. I love it, George. Om nom 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 nom. Yeah, that sounds about right from what I've heard from uh, better podcasts. It's um, yeah, it's genuinely sickening. Yeah, I wouldn't go as far to call him cancer because I wouldn't wish that on a person. But... No, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying he will get cancer. I'm saying oh, he know, is but, cancer. But I, can I, cancer. I, I, um, can cancer contract cancer? No, because he is cancer already. That's like saying, yeah. can water get wet? Like, he, he is cancer. He is, he is cancer to, in human form. According to Perry White and just uh, Batman vs. Superman, water is wet. So, I mean, yeah, break, right. other breaking news. But, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's a big cancer AIDS soup of, of horribleness. And I'm pretty sure there's a hefty dose of 9-11 thrown in there as well. Jesus. Like he, 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 yeah, he is literally the worst things in the world, and Hitler, and Auschwitz, 
all mixed together to create this just this disgusting slime. It's like when you haven't had a bath in a while and you sit in the tub for about an hour and you get out and pull the plug. You know that ring of scum that's around the edge of the bath? That's him in yeah. human form. <laughs> or what's left in the sink after you've washed the dishes. Exactly, yeah. Bits of potatoes and carrots and stuff. It's all mouldy and rotten. But yeah, that's him. Like, I, 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 I bore yes men. I hate that. Like, if you have, like, a mate or, like, a business partner or someone that you're working with who you respect, yes, you admire, yes. But if they come out with such nonsense as, let's dedicate half this movie about magical space wizards and laser battles and spaceships attacking each other, let's dedicate half that movie to sitting around and essentially having courtroom meetings. Shut up, George! Take a seat! But oh no, let's 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 just say yeah, George. That's such a great idea. Let's we should totally do that. Hear people like that. Sony, is that? Goddamn Sony. Sony are cancer aids and nine eleven and Rick McCallum mixed together. And Tom Rothman. Don't get me started on that fucker. Tom Rothman, right, is the dickhead that was at Sony for goddamn years. No, he wasn't. He was at 20th Century Fox for years. And for years, this asshole said, we're not going to make a Deadpool movie because no one would go and watch it. That fucker gets fired. What's the first movie out of 20th Century Fox's gate? Deadpool. Does it make a shitload of money? Of course it does. So where does Tom Rothman rock up? Where does Tom Rothman go after he gets fired from 20th Century Fox for being a dickhead? Sony pick him up. Because of course, because cancer attracts other forms of cancer. <laughs> oh, trust me, there are so many people. Like if I had the the will, if I had the control and the power of the universe, if I had the Infinity Gauntlet and I could snap my fingers, Rick McCallum, Amy Pascal, and Tom Rothman's heads would instantly explode, and every single shitty decision they ever made would instantly be undone. What about Kathleen Kennedy? Fuck Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> She's another one. See, all these people now, you're getting your Amy Pascal's, your Kathleen Kennedy's, who grew up working underneath some of the world's best producers and directors. Like, there's this one producer, right, that to this point still hasn't been brought out as a sex pervert, right? Harvey, or not Harvey Weinstein, but like, the, the opposite of what Harvey Weinstein is. Jerry Weintraub. One of the nicest men you could ever meet in the world, right? He did the Oceans trilogy. He was the producer on all three of the George Clooney movies. Yeah. And see him behind the scenes. He has such love and such passion for every single movie that he makes that it comes through on the screen. It's not a soulless corporate product. It's made because he wants to take a chance on it. He wants to risk. He wants to gamble. And he wants to give the audience something that has a creative heart and soul to it. You can feel its energy, you can feel its pulse beating whenever you watch it on the big screen or watch it at home on your legally obtained copy of it. But these days, people that grew up under people like Jerry Weintraub, right? They are the corporate soulless hacks who piss about trying to do what the elders did, feel miserably and then try and recoup their losses. Like, look at that business decision for Solo alone. Oh, it's not really working out, despite the fact that I hired you both to direct this movie. 
it's not working out because it's too much of a comedy yet I hired comedy directors oh that must be their mm-hmm. fault that's fire them get in studio hack Ron Hard to shoot 90% of the movie all over again yeah the serious yeah. fuck is wrong with Hollywood like they're all either sex perverts or idiots that's who's in charge of the entertainment industry and somehow the sex perverts make the better movies oh well it's well, questionable Kevin Spacey Kevin Spacey uh, maybe. so yeah Star Wars <laughs> yeah um uh what else about that movie is bad everything else everything else the the acting the script the storyline it is it's it's completely unnecessary well, aside from it, two things one it Ewan sets McGregor. up who Beyond Kenobi is it sets up Ewan yeah. McGregor who was a fantastic choice to take over from Alec Guinness and second yeah. of all it starts off the history and the story of Anakin Skywalker which could be argued is also completely pointless because why not just have Anakin be just this kid that's growing up within the Jedi Order who ends up turning his back on it and you could tell this really great modern day tragedy where this guy who's brought into the world and he's he's brought up to believe this stuff and believe in the force and believe in the good of the Jedi and all this imagine telling a story where someone who's a complete idealist goes from that to a renegade within the space of three movies yeah like how how excellent would that be to see this guy's faith within his own religion completely destroyed because I don't know like Miss Windu was a dickhead or something or, or t- it turns out Yoda's a dickhead or I don't know something that's unique and original and actually gives us a reason to watch the prequels yeah so have you seen The Clone Wars the, the television series I have yes so what you're saying is if Anakin had Ahsoka's story arc in season 5 yeah but it just goes super downhill yeah up to the point where he pledges his allegiance to the Empire. And he pledges his allegiance to Palpatine. Like, that would make so much more sense. Yeah. And also, another thing that I really think they should have done is do Revenge of the Sith as the middle act. Don't do it as the end of Episode 3. Do it at the end of Episode 2. Because if you think about it with trilogies, you have your beginning, your middle, and the end. The three-act structure. So, look at the original Star Wars trilogy. A New Hope. That was your beginning. That set up your universe. It set up your main characters in Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, and Han Solo. It set up who the bad guys were. It set up why they're fighting and what they're doing. It set up the universe perfectly. And it ends on a victory because they end up destroying the Death Star even though the main bad guy escapes. Episode 5, Empire. That's your middle trilogy. Now, if you know anything about screenwriting, you'll know that that's when your characters hit their lowest is at the end of Act 2. So look at yeah. look at what happens at the end of Empire. Luke gets his hand cut off, Han gets frozen in carbonite, and they have to go off and save the both of them. And it also yeah. turns out that Luke Skywalker, this idealist, this guy that was fighting for vengeance and to redeem his father's name after being killed by Darth Vader, turns out all that was for nothing because his dad is Darth Vader. Spoilers for a 40-year-old movie, but you know get a life 
but <laughs> you know, so that made sense. Like there was your beginning and a new hope. There was your middle act in uh, in Empire, and then of course you've your act three, which is your ending. It's your conclusion. You're wrapping everything up. And yeah, they piss about in the woods with Ewoks for about forty minutes, but still, it it, it finishes everything off. You know, it ends with Darth Vader's like Luke Skywalker succeeds. He brings his father back from the dark side. He defeats Emperor Palpatine. The second Death Star gets blown up. And Princess Leia and Han Solo get together, despite the fact that Han Solo witnessed Princess Leia engaging in a bit of incest with Luke Skywalker (laughs) in Empire. But, you know, he gets over that. He gets over that pretty quickly. It's all done with visual storytelling. But anyway, yeah, that's what makes the original trilogy so perfect, because it works so well as a trilogy. Compare that to other successful trilogies, like uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman movies. Batman Begins, that's Act 1. That's your your building blocks. It sets up the universe, sets up the characters. Dark Knight, that's when your character reaches its lowest point. And then Dark Knight Rises, again, it's even so easily let out in the title of each one of the movies. The Dark Knight, that's when he's at his lowest. The Dark Knight Rises, that's him tying up his loose ends and that's him reaching a catharsis at the end of the movie so when comparing that to the original trilogy what the hell have you got you've got one movie that's completely pointless aside from yeah sort of setting up the universe that we're going to be in but we already knew the universe that was going to be in anyway episode 2 is supposed to end with it at its lowest point it doesn't it just sets up the Clone Wars episode 3 is what the hell sort of conclusion is that? Where, you know, it doesn't make any sense. So if I were to do them, I would make episode one and two, I'd connect them together, the best bits of both, make that the first movie. And have a really nice big victory moment at the end. So they defeat the Trade Federation and Padme and Anakin get together. Nice, lovely, happy ending, everyone's fine. Episode two is when the shit and the fan finally meet. So everything starts going wrong. Anakin just loses faith in the Jedi Order. Maybe he's distracted because he wants to be with Padme instead of having to be a member of this this cult-like religion. And that's where it goes wrong. And at the end, him and Obi-Wan have a massive fight and Anakin is destroyed. Almost like thought of as dead. And then it turns out at the end of episode two, he's not dead. Uh, uh, Palpatine's got him and he's rebuilding him into Darth Vader dun 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 to be continued (laughs) episode 3 that's your that's your that's your loose ends being all connected together again so we have a Vader and Obi-Wan fight when they're young yeah so you've both of them in the suits both of them beating the living crap out of each other with lightsabers and Who's to say that Darth Vader doesn't kick Obi-Wan's ass? Yeah. And that's why he's so old. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that makes a lot more sense than what we got. I mean... I think because episode, it's, th- episode it's, three's... Go ahead there, fella. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm very good at interrupting myself, aren't I? Oh, yeah, awesome. <laughs> um, episode 3 is probably the best of the, the prequels. 
Yeah, I really, really enjoy episode three. I really like General Grievous's character and wish they hadn't killed him. Yeah, but then again, they sort of had to because, again, instead of doing all this in episode two like they should have done, they did it all in episode three, which means that any character that yeah. doesn't survive on to go into episode four has to be killed off. Like, look yeah. at the absolutely pointless character of Newt Gunray, who appears in all three prequel movies, only to be slashed in half by Anakin at the end for no other reason than we need to kill these guys because they don't appear in the original trilogy. Yeah. But what about Binksy? He doesn't die. Yeah, and I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a deleted scene somewhere where just, like, Padme walks up behind him and just garrots him. <laughs> but I thought he was Snoke. <laughs> Your Snoke theory sucks. <laughs> I kind of wish he was Snoke, though. Well, it would have been better than nothing! Yeah. They'd done that for two characters in that movie. Yay! Pointless. But we no, did like. Get to no, um, uh, what the hell was I going to say? Yeah. Like, wouldn't it have made so much more sense if, like, right at the end, like, um, Bail Organa or uh, Padme had just come up behind Jar Jar and just garroted him, right? And as he's, like, he's just, like, just, like desperately trying to get breath. And as he's going, like, ah, Misa, ah, breathe! Like, as that's happening, right? Padme just whispers into his floppy ear, You're the one that brought this upon us. And the light just leaves his eyes. It'd be a different direction for a Star Wars movie, but I think a lot of people would appreciate it. Yes. But I can say when I was younger, I quite enjoyed that character. I actually got... um, I think it was either the Dandy or the Beano comic that I read when I was growing up. But I know it was the Beano. It was the Beano. Uh, It came with a little free toy around the time that uh, Phantom Menace came out. And it was Jar Jar's head, but like he had this really long, sticky tongue... And the idea was that you could, like, whip the head and the tongue would, like, sprout out and stick to stuff and then you could pull it towards you. (laughs) It was the most phallic toy I'd ever owned. What did you stick it to? Uh, Something that I'm not really comfortable with discussing on a public (laughs) podcast. But no, like, there is worse stuff, man. Like, they went really overboard with uh, the merchandise for The Phantom Menace. Like, I remember Jar Jar lollipops, right? Where his oh. tongue was the lollipop. So you were basically Frenching Jar Jar Binks. That's disgusting. Yeah, all these kids going about just tongue punching Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> um, we did forget to mention the best part of The Phantom Menace. Which is? Uh, Darth Maul. Oh, God, yeah. Ray Park. Who yeah. is uh, a dickhead, uh, I've heard, from really? many people. But yeah, apparently he's a bit of an asshole, he's a bit up himself. Right. But yeah, like, as a as an actor, like as a performer, as a stunt performer, yeah. he was bloody excellent in that. Like, I, I do like the lightsaber fights in the prequels. I do like the kendo style, and obviously as yeah. a kid in the playground, we were all walking about with our little toy lightsabers that had the retractable plastic blades and, and yeah. spinning them around the way they did in episodes 1, 2 and 3 and it's it's the reason why how I know to do that today is because we literally taught ourselves how to spin sticks in the playground yeah. but yeah it's 
it's a bit much because it doesn't carry any emotional resonance or heft to it like if you look at the lightsaber fights in the original trilogy they're all done through passion and they're sloppy like obi-wan and vader yeah it's it's more like a fencing match than it is anything else but you can tell it's just a sad old man who's just failed everyone looking for redemption so all he all he's doing is providing a distraction so that luke and han and leia and everyone else can escape in episode five there's there's a sort of desperateness to the fight between luke and vader yeah. where like Luke is desperately trying to hold this titan of a man back and then obviously he loses gets his hand cut off and then whenever he fights Vader again uh, aboard the second Death Star that's real passion like it starts off defensive but then whenever Vader works out who Leia is like yeah. Luke goes banana balls and yeah. it's all done through anger and like the bit where he gets uh, Vader down on the ground and he's just wailing on him with the lightsaber knocks the lightsaber away from him and cuts uh, Vader's hand off in a nice little yep. bit of visual symbolism like that's beautiful but then you have people you know running about and doing backflips and flipping their lightsabers around pointlessly and stuff yeah. and it just feels a bit like it's it's a great visual spectacle but it just feels so empty yeah we could I think if the all the flips had been taken out, it would have been better. And the Force Run, which is yeah. one of the worst effects I've ever seen in my life. Have you actually paused Phantom yeah. Menace to see that? It's yeah. literally like, yeah. do you know when Poochie goes back to his home planet in The Simpsons? It's yeah. like that. <laughs> it's literally like they took a still image of them and went, whoop, and just zipped them <laughs> out of frame. Yeah. Or chucked Vaseline on the camera. Yeah, that usually helps. Yeah. They didn't put enough Vaseline on the camera for all three movies to make them actually look good. No. <laughs> yeah, that, and they only ever do it once. Yeah, and it's never mentioned again. No, that would have come <coughs> in handy after that, I reckon. Wouldn't it have been amazing had the internet been around whenever episode one came out? You know, like the way it is today with social media and stuff? Yeah. People would have obliterated that film. Well... We still do now, but I know. But imagine the reaction back in the day. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine the reaction was that good anyway. Well, no, but apparently it was because obviously you didn't really have the world fully connected as it is in this day and age, where yeah. you know I can be sitting talking to a dude from Australia over a podcast. But yeah. like back then, you, you only really had word of mouth, and people were coming out of it, and like you saw it on the news broadcast at the time. People were coming out of it going like, oh my god, it was the best one ever. Like There was so much action. It was amazing. I loved it. It was yeah. fantastic. Because again, even if it was a crap movie, they didn't care because they still had yeah. episode two and three to redeem yeah. it and to make well, it make sense. Yeah, and it was what? It was the first Star Wars movie in 16 years. So, I mean, yeah. there would have been um, hope. Massive hype. <laughs> yeah. And that was all destroyed. Yeah, sounds awfully familiar. <laughs> um, and Peter Serafinowicz did the voice of Maul, didn't he? He did, yeah. For the for the like two lines that he had in the movie. At last, we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last, <laughs> we will have revenge. <laughs> and I'm still waiting for the club beatbox remix of that. <laughs> 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 at last 
we will reveal ourselves to mm, mm, the Jedi. Mm, mm, mm. At last we will have revenge. Do, do. And then the beat drops. At last we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last we will have revenge. Mm, mm. At last we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last we will have revenge. Mm, mm. <laughs> 19 years I've been waiting on that. Stars now. <laughs> Got to do it himself now. Sometimes when I talk to you, I wonder what you've been smoking. Uh, it's mostly nicotine, but who knows at this point. <laughs> you gotta stop mixing shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you throw a little bit of everything into the pot and just whatever works for you works for you. It's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want a John Belushi effect now, do we? Oh, no, we definitely don't want the... I think that's called the Speedball Special. <laughs> you want to avoid that? Yeah. The Pluto um, Extreme. <laughs> anyway, Phantom Menace. Mostly a piece of shit. Yeah, suck balls. Oh, yeah. and also has a cameo from uh, Zod. Yeah, as um, Chancellor Valorum. D- disgruntled old bastard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now he'd be some. Terence Stamp would be somebody who'd get movies mixed up. He'd be halfway through the three scenes that he's in. Kneel before. Oh, uh, what's my line? <laughs> Kneel before me, son of Jor-El! Uh, uh Terence, <laughs> it's uh, it's Star Wars. Your line is some boring political bullcrap. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. Terribly sorry. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, some bullshit about trade negotiations and bollocks and what. I'm going to sit down and look sad now. I regret a lot of my life choices. <laughs> Such as agreeing to star in this piece of shit. <laughs> and then obviously Chancellor Palpatine's line is, Kneel before me, son of the Force. Yes, indeed. Kneel before me, son of the Force! Yeah. Oh, oh I suppose God. he's a good part. Ian McDermott was a good part of the prequels, wasn't he? Yeah, but then again, that's just carried over from um, Return of the Jedi. Empire. Well, it, it was a different guy for Empire, wasn't it? And then they went back. No, it was different for A New Hope. No, he wasn't in A New Hope. Hope. Wasn't he? Not even in Hologram? Nope. nope. Okay. That was Empire. It was. Um, Alright. He was the big You're scurry right. head dude in Empire. Yeah, yeah. And then. They, that person died and they had to bring scrotum face in brought, yeah brought in uh, brought in that that old, that old bag of tricks Always even though he was how old would he have been because Return of the Jedi came out in 83 how old is he now and I know, I'd say he's in his 70s or 80s now let's find out he is 73 so that was what, so it 35 years ago. 50 odd? Whenever he was in yeah. the prequels. Oh, 40. So yeah, yeah he would have been about 40. late 30s, early 40s, whenever he was yeah. uh, Return of the Jedi. So yeah, so, fun facts for all the, all you sexy and exciting kids at home. And he's coming to Australia for our version of Comic Con this year. Yay, brilliant. He'll charge you 50 quid to get a photo of him looking miserable. Uh, yeah, it's 50, 50 Australian dollars for a photo. 50 40. AUS. A, AUD. 
or AUD, whatever, <laughs> which is so, some sort of currency, which is about fifty p in in UK money. <laughs> well, fifty fifty AUD is about twenty five pounds. Twenty five. That's not bad, yeah. actually. Yeah, but then again, it is fifty of your hard earned Australian dollars. Yeah, nine hundred dollar dues. <laughs> <laughs> We don't all speak like that, you know. No, just it's it's just uh, cheap caricatures in The Simpsons and yourself. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, of course, making... I'm working really hard to put this accent on because the second I hang up from this call, I'm just back to oh, where's me pot of gold? Oh, me lucky yeah. charms. Ha cha 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 cha. Stereotypes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I was re- I was rewatching some of your older videos. Uh, how's your cocaine addiction? Uh, it's not as bad as it used to be. I am on meth at the moment, so that's kind of okay. replaced it. <laughs> Just I, casually I... putting out my drug use there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I watched that last video you put up. Um, when was it? Yesterday. Uh, uh, the the force no the last Jedi ripoff oh um, yeah yeah that one loving I, parody slash send up thank you very much yeah <laughs> I couldn't help myself when you stand at the edge and then you you zip your fly back up and <laughs> <laughs> I almost pissed myself <laughs> how ironic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it had to be done. It had to be done. Because that, that's the joke, isn't it? That's the joke that yeah. everyone said at the end of Force Awakens. He's just stand having a piss over the edge of the cliff. Yeah. And I think it's it's part of the channel as well. Everything you do is just you pissing into a bottle and throwing it on YouTube. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That is me. Just, just I'm, I'm pissing all over it. <laughs> and... Oh, yes, I can put... I'm going to write your name as Vote Saxon 07 in the title because more people look that up than Stephen McCullough. Yeah, they're going to eat that shit up. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's oh, not about Doctor Who. Fuck him! Fuck him! <laughs> now, I think the greatest sequel ever has to be the the re- redo of Doctor Who, don't you think, with Christopher Eccleston? Yeah. <laughs> that's all I really have to say about that. How do you, I know how I feel about Jodie Whittaker, but do you have high hopes or any hopes? Uh, not really. I think I'm like I mean that's that's sort of why I was heavily considering just ending the channel. Yeah. Because I was just like I, I don't want to do spoilerific reviews on Doctor Who anymore because it's just yeah. the same shit every week. It's just basically this this episode had some good points, but it just made me feel like killing myself by the end of <laughs> like the episodes because it was just so. But- Dar and miserable. Yeah, but but don't, like the one thing that does give me a bit of hope is that like it's this is the slate wiped completely clean night. Yeah, where it's technically not even the same character anymore because it's 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 a female version. So yeah. I I did get a wee bit of hope at the end of the Christmas special after Peter Capaldi regenerated. Like I was just kind of like, yeah, there's, there's something that feels quite fresh here. I can't quite describe what yeah. it is, but you know, if they can keep me with that feeling and then expand upon that, 
then yeah, I'll I'll probably get really back into Doctor Who again. But it's yeah, it's honestly going to take a lot to relight that fire because it yeah. was smothered to death through just years and years of really shitty, horrible writing, awful Stephen. scripts. Stephen <laughs> Cuntflap Moffat. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to censor that. Um. <laughs> what cunt? <laughs> Don't you use cunt as a term of endearment in Australia? I thought All you were like time. Ireland. Yeah. It, well, I think... Hello, right. you fucking cunt! <laughs> How the fuck are ya? Good morning! No idea what accent that is, but I swear to God that's Australia. Yeah. Because like, Ireland's the same. You know, you wake up in the morning. Like, you know, it'll be first thing in the morning. The first slivers of sunlight are making their way through my bedroom window they brush gently across my face stirring me from my slumber as I open my eyes the first thing that I see (laughs) is Elizabeth her cute little face perched upon her pillow and as she slowly stirs with a gentle moan we look at each other two lovers that have known each other inside and out for many years lying in bed Waking up after our eight-hour slumber, our eight-hour rest, and the first thing we say to each other is, Good morning, you fucking cunt! (laughs) (laughs) How is Elizabeth? (laughs) Elizabeth's fine. The fucking cunt. Jesus. Um, <laughs> anyway, Ghostbusters. Um, oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Australia. Yeah, um, pretty much a lot like Ireland. <sighs> you know, they're making Crocodile Dundee 4. They damn well better be. Starring Hoags. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I hope they use that language. Oh, Christ, yes, please. Yeah, I can, I can imagine so that, it. That's what I was expecting whenever they did that whole fake touristy thing with yeah, Danny yeah. McBride like, and Chris Hemsworth. Like, I actually was kind of excited for that to be a real movie. I was really excited for that, but then it turned to shit because it wasn't real. Because yeah. like, if there's one thing that I love, it is just making fun of really daft stereotypes because I genuinely think that's what's going to kill racism like if if everyone just laughs at it instead of taking it seriously so if like some dickhead does come along and goes oh Australians they all fuck kangaroos it's amazing you know like ha 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 fuck you Australia people will laugh but they'll be laughing at him for being such a dickhead instead of laughing at that fact so I think like just just more stereotypes like this whole thing with the poo and the Simpsons and all, like people are taking yeah. it completely the wrong way. If anything, we need more stereotypes. Like whenever I watch the Simpsons, and people from Ireland are represented as wee leprechauns and stuff, I laugh my head <laughs> off at that. I think that's great. Like yeah. we need more stuff like that where it is just literally taking the piss out of these archaic mindsets from people who lived before the world finally fucking expanded and everyone got together and started having good times. Yeah. 
So that's my thoughts on racism. There should be more of it, so it cancels itself out. <laughs> I just hate everybody. Yeah, hate them all equally. That's what I do. Oh my god, that's sexist. That's racist. I don't care. You're a fucking human. Piss off. Yeah. Yeah, you're just a terrible person. That's all. Yeah. No, you have to be a terrible person. It doesn't matter what the rest of them are like. Just as long as you're a terrible person that tells people to eat shit and die whenever they come within a five-mile radius of you. That's the important <laughs> thing. Exactly. And as they walk away, you yell, And don't come back, you fucking cunt! <laughs> I hope there's nobody else in your house. Oh, Elizabeth's here. Oh, f- <laughs> is she... Elizabeth! 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 You fucking cunt. (laughs) (laughs) She gave me the finger and walked away. I love that woman. Anyway. Um, Batman. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Attack of the Clones, the worst movie ever made. Oh Jesus, <laughs> cock flipping Christ! Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I think it has the best scene of any Star Wars movie, which is Yoda, Dooku. Oh yeah, where Yoda turns into the Tasmanian Devil. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I was missing from the end of it. Yeah. I actually genuinely like that scene, though. Even though it's filled with flips. But for, yeah, yeah, I think for that character, it makes sense. It, well, it's completely daft when you think about it, because you're just supposed to be this 900-year-old crumbling alien that yeah. walks about with a walking <laughs> stick, and yet at the same time can pull out a mini lightsaber and start doing flips and shit. But he's also like off. A, a, a physical embodiment of a force. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can polish a turd as much as you like. <laughs> but it's still Attack of the Clones. Yes, indeed it is. <sighs> Matt, rest Peace in peace. It's, it's quite literally the Thor of the Dark World of the Star Wars universe. Or the Titanic. Oh, dear, that just gave me such a sinking feeling. <laughs> yeah. I actually... I cracked my copy of the DVD in half and threw it down the sink. Of Attack of the Clones? Yeah. I really don't blame you. <laughs> I didn't. I downloaded it illegally. Yeah. Rebels! <laughs> I have a Blu-ray copy of uh, Rogue One on my computer that's six gigabytes. <laughs> oh, dear. See, that's the thing. That's how they get you. You have to go out and buy external hard drives to store all this crap on. Yeah. Well, you're literally talking to a guy who just downloaded Ghostbusters 2016 so he can do a fan edit of it. I still haven't watched that movie. I refuse to watch it. Well, I'm desperately trying to turn it into something that's actually watchable and entertaining. So Take out That'll probably... People. Yep, pretty much. Uh, that's probably going to be out toward the end of time itself. So... No, it's just it's been something that's been bothering me for a while now because I went on YouTube and I found all of the deleted and alternate footage 
yeah. I was just like, there's, there's something half decent in here. If not good, there's something, there's something there. And I'm, I'm going to see if I can pull it out of its own ass and, and try and set it up again and try and make it something that's a bit decent. But yeah, so. Like the weird dance scene at the end that was supposed to be. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Anyway, I think we've said all we need to say about Attack of the Clones. Although, I will add this, because I went to Star Wars Celebration Europe 2 in yep. Germany back in 2013. And yep. they showed the... Do you know the way they were supposed to be doing 3D re-releases of the, the prequel trilogy? Yeah. But they only ever did Phantom Menace, and then Disney bought yeah. Lucasfilm. Yeah, so, they had a copy of Attack of the Clones ready to go and ready to be re-released in 3D. But obviously they couldn't show it, so they showed it at Star Wars Celebration Europe too, and yours truly was in the fucking audience. But as I sat and as I watched that movie, I came to this weird realization: the reason why Anakin is such a complete twat in that entire movie is down to the fact that he, right? This is far too long and fucking complicated, but I'm going to give it a try anyway. If not. You'll read about it in my memoirs one day. But anyway. <laughs> so basically, the reason why he's such a mopey, smeggy end throughout this entire movie is because he doesn't know how to speak to women properly. So like, you know when you're a kid, like you're about 10 or 11, and you're trying to, you know, you're sort of starting to notice girls for the first time, and suddenly you don't really know how to talk to them anymore. So you'll come out with, like, really cheesy bullshit. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's what's happening with Anakin, because Anakin wasn't allowed to grow up around women, so he doesn't know how to speak yeah. to them anymore. You know, he wasn't like other Jedis are, which is they're basically taken off their parents from their born, I guess? Yeah. Or when they're five or something? Uh, yeah. And handed into the Jedi Order. You know, Anakin was allowed to grow up around women on Tatooine and start to develop feelings for them, which he couldn't quench whenever he was put into the Jedi Order. So, obviously, he had a massive boner for Natalie Portman, as we all did back in the day, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and he couldn't get over that. Even whenever he was being taught to use the Force correctly and study the Jedi Order and all that stuff, he still had that boner for Natalie Portman. And fair yeah. play to the man, he's got taste. So, whenever he sees Natalie Portman again in Attack of the Clones, and she goes, My Annie, you've grown! And he comes out with that... Oh, that horse shit. So have you. More beautiful, I mean. It's like, fuck off, mate. Uh, can you please get some pickup lines that actually work yeah. properly? Something like, hey, babe, you want to fill my robes? Yeah. Do you know what type of material that is? Boyfriend material. You know, like, just give me something like that. Or even yeah. better. Hey, babe, you want to come back to my house for some pizza and sex? No. What's the matter, babe? Not like pizza? <laughs> you know, just like something like that, something daft. I would have, I would have thought, yeah, this is fun. But instead, it was just this really cheesy Shakespearean crap, and it, that's why it's because he doesn't know really how to talk to women. So that's why he is such a meandering dickhead throughout the entirety of Attack of the Clones. Yeah, there was more stuff to that. It was a bit more cerebral. It was a bit more uh, delving into the psyche of someone in Anakin's position but I can't remember half of that I'm a little bit stoned right now fuck it let's move on <laughs> um, Count Dooku is good I guess yeah I love me some Christopher Lee 
Yeah. Rest in peace. Like, yeah, rest in peace, sir. But man, yeah, like Christopher Lee could make any role awesome. Yeah. He made the role of Willy Wonka's dad awesome. He can make Count Dooku yeah, awesome yeah. with his bent but, lightsaber. <laughs> I, I, that is my favorite lightsaber of yeah, the whole la- universe. I, I do love that curved hilt. <laughs> oh, easy night. Yeah. Well, they can't all be straight, can they? Well, definitely not. <laughs> Hashtag Obi-Wan. <laughs> oh, he is as gay as the day is long. Come on. Except in the Clone Wars when he had that thing for Duchess Satine. Oh, no, 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 no. That, that was just him being a little bit confused. Confused. Obi-Wan is gay as shit. Right. Um, Did you not see him, like, eyeing up Han Solo in Episode 4? Come on, he's totally gay. That's just old man pedophile syndrome. Yeah, but I mean, come on. Why do you think he was like hanging around Luke for so long? He's gay as shit. Like, oh, I mean, like, like, I mean, even in the prequel trilogy, when he had like a, that buzz cut, except for that long, weird side of the head ponytail plait thing that he had. Like, I yeah. mean, that's gay as fuck, dude. Like, like you so see him like spinning the lightsaber and and around Darth Maul and everything. You know, get rid of the lightsabers. Add a bit of techno music. It's a scene from a gay bar. Come on. <laughs> Well, he was in a gay bar in the second one. You want to buy some death sticks? No, <laughs> but I'd like to see your death stick. I want to see my death stick. Pull down your pants. I'll pull down my pants. Jerk yourself off until you get a semi. I'll jerk myself off until I get a semi. Meet me in the alleyway in ten minutes. I'll meet you in the alleyway in ten minutes. And then they Anakin comes hands. running out. Master! Master! I, I got the guy that was trying to shoot Padme! Ma- Master? Ah! Ah! Take it, you will! Ah! Take it, I am! Ah! Oh, fuck! <laughs> and then Obi-Wan wipes his dick all over the guy's back and says, Get out of here, you fucking cunt. Ah! <laughs> oh, get out of here, because I'm a fucking cunt! And he runs off into the night to get stabbed by a, by a meth user on the street corner of course and, and that is how I would make Star Wars Episode 2 Attack of the Clones way better yep yep and put it on browsers or whatever you want to put it on fuck yes <laughs> um and he's got a weird haircut the mullet yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 he is going full Jesus in episode two. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Even though I thought Anakin was supposed to be Jesus. Yeah, like no, that like he's 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 going for God mode. Yeah. <laughs> Which he doesn't reach until he becomes this weird blue ghost, sparkly Jesus metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh well. The end of. Oh, every single client in that movie is CGI. And it's so noticeable. Oh yeah. Especially now. Maybe maybe back in two thousand and two, not so much, but yeah. now. And every single one of them voiced by Tamara Morrison, that crazy <laughs> Maui bastard. Yeah. That guy is fucking insane. In such a good way. Yeah. He's like crying. he's so crazy like I mean if you're having a house party or any sort of party you need Tamara Morrison there 
Yeah. And Daniel Logan. The two of them work so well as a double act. <laughs> yeah. They didn't put him in Thor Ragnarok, which surprised me. Yeah, it would have been nice to have seen both of them in that, actually. Yeah. Calling each other fucking cunts. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's an Aussie thing, man. New Zealanders. That would work. <laughs> They're supposed to be nice. They're like the Canadians of a, the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, like basically if you were to sum up an entire race of people as uh, the the New Zealand folk, it would be Korg from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Piss off, ghost! <laughs> Hello everyone, I'm Cook. I tried to start a mutiny. Uh, only a few people showed up, including my mum and my mum's boyfriend, who I hate. I love that movie. You'd be hard pressed not to not yeah. to like it. I also hate Thor: The Dark World. Ah, uh, fuck Thor: The Dark World with a big iron fork. Mm, you can find our reviews of this in the two previous episodes. Yes, they are um, online somewhere. Yeah, selfless plug. I don't know where I lost them. The dark web. <laughs> I don't visit that anymore. Ah. Uh, See some fucked up shit on the dark web. <laughs> See some fucked up shit on Reddit. Oh yeah, that, oh yeah, that's, that's where this podcast belongs. Reddit, Reddit. It's just call it, to... call the podcast like. Never mind, totally truthful. It should just be totally truthful cunts. Oh god, I don't think that'll land it on iTunes. <laughs> no, just like C star 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 cunts. <laughs> <laughs> we, no. Like if we started a band, we could call it the See You Next Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably that must already. Do you play an instrument? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I play the bagpipe quite well. Do you? No. <laughs> I play the flute. I can play the flute. I can play the Italian job on the flute. I don't know that song. I know the movie, but I can't remember the song. It's that one, the Self Preservation Society. Yeah, I can play that. I don't actually have a flute anywhere near me to prove that, so you'll just have to take my word for it. Yeah. Can you play um, Ron Burgundy's jazz flute from Anchorman? Oh God, yes, of course. <laughs> it, it took me many years mastering it while I locked myself away in a cave and fed on nothing but grubs and cave wall slime. It was the most erotic period of my life. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's where you met Elizabeth. Yes, yes, yeah. It was basically like that scene in The Hobbit where Bilbo first meets Gollum. It was kind of like that. Yep. Except it was a different yep. sort of ring. <laughs> <laughs> what does it have in its pockets? Oh, no, 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 no. It's the brown <laughs> ring that I want. Oh, One God. ring to rule them all. <laughs> One ring to find them. One ring to round them all, and in the darkness brine them. Ah, <laughs> oh, 
Oh, you're a disgusting human being. Yes, I am. But, you know, once once you've once you've been through that trapdoor of destiny, there's just no turning back. Once you have engorged yourself on that rusty ring, that big, beautiful, blinking brown eye. Uh, when this is over, I'm going to kill myself. Uh, Fair enough. No one would blame you. Or no. miss you. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, The Hobbit. Um, Andy Circus, Great. Who we'll talk about later when we get to The Force Awakens. Fuck, we're only through two of these fucking movies. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're already an hour in. This is going to be eight hours long. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right, okay. Episode three, not so yep. bad. Episode four, good. <laughs> Episode five, fucking spectacular. Episode six, it's all right. I love the opening, but that's about it. Uh, I love the ending too. Episode seven, it's a good bit of throwback nostalgia. Episode eight, what the living fuck. Rogue One, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was all right. A Star Wars story, yeah, it was all right too, but not nothing too special, and that's really it. So the end. Bye. Thanks very much for listening. Good night. <laughs>I genuinely think that's how we should end it. <laughs> Massive in-depth discussion on the first two movies and yep. then just barrel through the rest of them and that's it. I'll leave, I'll leave like a 30 second pause after that so people think it's finished and then it'll continue. <laughs> but they won't get the joke unless they listen to the whole thing. No, of course <clears> not. Um, which means they'd already have to sit through an hour of this shit, so... I know, what the fuck... <laughs> <laughs> if you're still listening to this, the fuck is your damage? <laughs> Who fucking hurt you? <laughs> yeah. And speaking of, nobody sent me any messages for the cookie recipe. Ah, oh, fuck him. <laughs> Which means nobody watched. You didn't get me any views either. <laughs> oh, well, I just suck as a person. I told you, because it's, it's not Doctor Who. Well, and because it didn't say Vote Saxon 07 anywhere. And that too. Well, yeah. But, well, this will be a nice little experiment, won't it? Yeah. So we can just go like, right, okay, what gets the more views? Is it is it Stephen McCullough? No. Is it Vote Saxon 07? Maybe. Yes. Is it Vote Saxon 07 talking about Doctor Who? Boom! Million I'll hits! Put, I'll put Doctor Who in the description and tags as well. Yeah. No, do you know what it should be? You should call this podcast Doctor Who, and in brackets, now that I have your attention, here's a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely thought about doing that for some of my videos. <laughs> I will do that. Thumbnail of the TARDIS and stuff. Yep, yeah, yeah. Just be yeah. Like, D- like, Doctor Who! Now I have your attention. Here's a Star Wars review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a little bit Doctor Who. Yeah. But just, just a little seasoning. Just a couple yeah. of sprinkles of corn on the shit cake pie. <laughs> What do you think Jodie Whittaker's new screwdriver will be if she gets one? What? Jodie Whittaker's what? Screwdriver. Shit. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. She no, I've, get the... I've, I have been... I have been 
made aware of the fact that this one is gonna really, really suck a bag of smeggy dicks. Oh. Do you know if they're changing the TARDIS interior? They are. Oh, that'll be shit too. And she's gonna already... get a cat. What? Yeah, she's gonna have a cat. She's already got a pussy, why does she need a cat? Ah! Ah! <laughs> oh! Oh, there it is. Ah! Sexism. Fucking hell. Yeah, so she's getting a fucking cat. <laughs> Hashtag cat in the TARDIS. Isn't sexism the greatest form of flattery? Oh, God, it's amazing. <laughs> Women, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you're oh. angry one, in which case, men. Oh, you females. <laughs> you, you're, you're women. You women with your with your womanly ways. <laughs> we, we find that hilarious for some reason. <laughs> because we are privileged white men. <laughs> and screw the blacks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're totally better than everyone. <laughs> yeah. History has shown that. Totally history has shown that before, and history will show that again. <laughs> yeah. Superior... <laughs> Now let us, let us all rise for our mortal leader, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we're scum. Chaplin. Yeah. No, we, we, are, we are genuine scum. That's what yeah. we are. Like any, any white man that you meet from now on, just the worst. The we worst are, fucker ever. <laughs> we are the Rick McCallums of the normal people. We are, yeah. We are, we are the bane of existence itself. Yep. Speaking of bane... Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Hold on. No worries. Okay. I'm not. Uh, all right. I'm not going to cut that out. Screw you. All right. Um, well, hang on two seconds. I'm going to go grab a drink. A little bit sneezing anyway. All right. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> uh, are you drinking um alcohol? Yeah. You better believe it. Guinness. <sighs> yes. Yes, I am. How's your Fosters? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Don't get me started on that shit. Jesus. Oh, fucking hell. Have you ever have you ever had it? Yes, I have. It's terrible. It's watery piss. Exactly. It's like Forex gold. I don't know if you've had that. Don't think I've heard of that. It's an Aussie beer company. It's literally just... It's like... It's four red X's on a yellow background. Oh yeah, I've seen that. I've never yeah. actually drank it because Ta- the the four red X's were enough to put me off. <laughs> Tastes like cat's piss. Um, no, it, it literally looks like a rejected contestant on the X Factor. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um. Anyway, Doctor Who. Yeah, fucking Doctor Who, man. The last Christmas episode is literally the only episode of that show that I haven't seen. It's dog shit. Oh, I want to watch it then. It's, it's fucking crap. I'll just watch the regeneration scene and say that I watched the whole thing. Yeah, and even then you're not missing much. It's <laughs> it's it's literally the exact same as every other fucking regeneration ever. It's basically the closest I can compare it to is David Tennant and Demant Smith. Yeah. So really that- long-winded. No, that, yeah, that's literally what it is. And the TARDIS explodes at the end and everything for no goddamn uh, reason. Yeah. Does she spiral into the ground? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She actually, oh. um, she does one worse than what Matt Smith did. 
Because remember Matt Smith on his first episode that starts with him hanging out to the TARDIS? Yep. She falls out. And the episode literally ends with her plummeting toward the ground. I hope she does. Wouldn't that be amazing if she landed, but, broke yeah. every bone in her body and instantly regenerated? That would be amazing. And she woke up as a white dude. <laughs> the ultimate troll. <laughs> they should do that. I I would genuinely have a newfound respect for Doctor Who if they did that. Yeah. They're like, oh my god, you ballsy motherfuckers. <laughs> Moffat wouldn't <laughs> like, have done it. Like, to set all this up, to set yeah. it all up and go, oh my god, the first female Doctor, this is amazing. Immediately falls out of the TARDIS and dies. <laughs> Turns into Hugh Grant or someone. Hugh Grant? <laughs> that, would be my, that would be the best Doctor Who ever. Like, I would literally go on YouTube and suck Doctor Who's dick. <laughs> I would be like, this is the best show ever. You should really watch it. It's fantastic. I've, like all my love for Doctor Who is back. What if, what if he turned into Jack Nicholson? I again, I'd love that. <laughs> Immediately gets an axe in the head and regenerates into someone else. <laughs> yeah. No, here's what happens. Right, Jodie Whittaker falls out of the TARDIS, lands in the Antarctic, and dies. Regenerates as Jack Nicholson. Immediately, oh. smash cuts to him frozen in the middle of the Antarctic. <laughs> Doctor Who ends forever. They uncover him whenever they go searching for Captain America. They don't even need to film any new scenes. They just need to take that stuff from The Shining. Yeah, it's literally the regeneration happens, and the other way, the Doctor always has that crazy post-regeneration mindset it's, yeah. it's literally regeneration from Jodie Whittaker into Jack Nicholson <laughs> Danny it's Danny bad. boy it's I'm bad. coming Danny <laughs> I think he's actually crazy he is yeah I think he's you know, a werewolf do you like in that movie Wolf with him and Michelle Pfeiffer I, I think that's a, that. that's a biography on his life <laughs> oh dude you haven't seen it it's amazing no. uh, what do you call him David Hyde Pierce from Fraser's in it oh, yeah. and yeah. Uh, James Spader Ultron he's in it oh. <laughs> oh it's a fantastic picture I love it do you love it because it's shit or is it actually genuinely good no it's shit but you know Jack Nicholson <laughs> really really elevates it yeah like it's it's, it's such a crap movie because it's about him turning into a werewolf it's, it's like uh, the Wolf of Wall Street, only oh. more literal. <laughs> like, they use the fact that he's turning into a werewolf as a metaphor for him becoming a ruthless businessman. And, <laughs> it, and like, you're watching the whole movie going, where the fuck is this going? This is so good. <laughs> and then it literally ends with Jack Nicholson with this all these prosthetics on to make him look like a werewolf, fighting James Spader, who's got all these prosthetics on to make him look like a werewolf. And it's the biggest pile of shit. Like, like the movie shoots itself in the head uh, during the final stages of the third act but up until then it's so good <laughs> uh, so yeah Wolf check it out three stars <laughs> oh it's got 60% on Rotten Tomatoes seriously man get that watched that's, that's, your, that's your next mission get Wolf watched Wolf's fantastic and then we'll create a podcast solely dedicated to that movie. Oh, God, yes, please. I could talk about Wolf for days. I can't. Mm, yet. <laughs> I'll probably <laughs> never, ever watch it. 
Ah, oh, come on, do yourself a favor. There's only one movie that I would ever watch um, uh, for the rest of my life. It's um, what? What's it called? Uh, Face Off. Oh yeah, Nicholas Cage and John Travolta. Yep. I want to take his face off. <laughs> I want to take his face off. Yeah, we, we get it, Nick. We get it. But I want to take his face off. Either that or Vampire's Kiss. Yeah, they should do a remake, right, where they mix Vampire's Kiss and Face Off together. Where it's yeah. like Nicolas Cage and Dracula. <laughs> like, when he wakes up, he goes, I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! Never misspelled anything. Okay, I'll not this again. <laughs> A B C, Dark World, E F G, <laughs> Dark World, H I J, Dark World, L M N O P, Dark World, Q R S, Dark World, T U V, Dark World, W X Y Z, Dark World. Cunts. Now I know my four movies. Oh, fucking hell. I hope we don't have young children listening to this. <laughs> I'd be surprised if we have anyone listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you and me shouting rubbish into a void of yeah. nothingness. <laughs> We're the only two people that will ever know about this. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Oh. Shit it. Ah. Uh. Anyway, Aquaman. Oh yeah, that looks like fun. Have they released? Unfortunately, I have. Have they released any images or? Uh, I think they released the 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 new logo, which looks exactly like the old logo, only shiny and silver. Uh. So that was totally (laughs) worth it. Oh shit. God bless me. <coughs> oh, there we go again. <sighs> I think I've just lost what little hope I had left in humanity. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, shall we uh, wrap up this shit show? Well, we didn't even... We haven't talked about Revenge of the Sith yet, have we? Right, Revenge of the Sith. Wah! The Republic is crumbling under attacks from the ruthless Sith Lord, Count Dooku. There is evil... Evil on both sides. There's heroes on both sides. Evil is everywhere! Yeah, it starts off really well. Like, I enjoy yeah. the action scene at the start. Uh, I love the bit, even though it's ridiculously cheesy and stupidly impossible, and the effects have not held up well at all. But the bit where, like, uh, Obi-Wan's Jedi speeder crash lands, and he jumps out of the cockpit, ignites his lightsaber, oh, yeah. and starts taking down droids. Like, I did love that a little bit. 
Yeah. It actually made for a hell of a good video game. Like, I loved the Star Wars Episode Three PS2 game back in the day. That Did that come out the same day the movie did? I think it did, yeah. I think it was May 5th. Or May yeah. 4th, possibly. Or May 5th. Possibly May 5th. I remember a whole big song and dance about it. I don't know. Fuck it, it was 13 years ago. But yeah, uh, I remember enjoying that. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun bit of sci-fi schlock. Is, is how yeah. I would describe it. Um, like you've you've got uh, Emperor Palpatine at his most Emperor Palpatine in this movie. Yeah, it's treason then. <laughs> like like when, whenever you see a Palpatine meme, it's from Episode Three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh ah. unlimited power. <laughs> but. Like, you do get, like, one of the greatest bits of acting in any Star Wars movie is in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Have you ever had the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> like, like that's done really well. Yeah. Like, that, that has no business being in this movie. No. That belongs in a better movie. But, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Um... Oh, what the hell else? What the hell else? Yeah, like the whole opening action sequence is fantastic yeah. when uh, they crash the spaceship into Coruscant and manage not to hit a single building apart from one control <laughs> tower. Yeah. Uh, that deserves an award in and of itself. Well, like you have so, like like some of the worst goddamn dialogue ever. Yeah. Follows it though, just just to remind you. No, these are still the prequels. You still have to put up with <laughs> this shite. Yeah. Oh, so love has blinded you. Fuck off. Jesus Christ, Natalie Portman is fucking insufferable in that movie. Yeah. Like, you can just tell she's given up at this point. Yeah. She's like, oh, fuck it, I'm getting my paycheck, I'll just say the lines in any dog shit way possible. It's not like I'm going to get any proper direction from it anyway. No. So I'll just take the living piss. There's only one one scene of any movie of hers that I like. Yeah, hello? Yeah. Still there? Yeah. Sorry, man, you dropped out again. What were we saying? The, the one thing? Ah, uh, Black Swan. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Mila Kunis. Come on down. Oh. <laughs> but no, fucking, um... Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. Uh... General Grievous is fucking class. I don't care what anyone says. Four lightsabers, yeah. two of them spinning like helicopter blades. Fuck off. Yep. Like, don't <laughs> tell me that's bullshit, because that's what you dreamed of. That's what you were <laughs> fucking wanking yourself off to whenever you were waiting for episode three to come out. Um, Carrie Fisher. Oh, fuck yes. Uh, what the fuck else? What the fuck uh, else happens in that movie? Hello there. Oh, yeah, yeah, but that's part of the General Grievous bit. Yeah. General Kenobi! (laughs) General Grievous, you're much shorter than I expected. You fool, Kenobi! (laughs) Brilliant! Uh, Yeah, more bullshit with Anakin. Um, Yeah, I guess really boring for a part where it's just basically Palpatine trying to shove his dick up Anakin's ass through most of it. Sam Jackson comes in with uh, Kit Fisto and a couple of other guys, and everyone gets taken out like a complete bitch, including Samuel L. Jackson. Palpatine melts yep. his own face. That's a fun yeah. scene. Into uh, a scrotum. 
Yeah. Oh, God. I should really well, get this locked out. We, we all know Mace Windows survived, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, he just... He did a really cool force land. And he was yeah. like, Ah, oh, my fucking hand! <laughs> my knees. Ah! <laughs> oh, my motherfucking knees! And then went on to make Knight Rider. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest, greatest show ever made. Yep. Fucking right it is. <laughs> In my mind, anyway, where shit like that exists. Who has the rights to Knight Rider? Because I might have to send them an email. Wouldn't it be amazing if it turned out it was Samuel L. Jackson? Like he just yeah. bought them at auction? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Mr. Mr. L. Jackson, sir? Yeah, what is it, motherfucker? Uh, you know the way you have the, the rights to Knight Rider? Yeah. Can can you make a Knight Rider TV show, please? Yeah, okay, I'll do that. That sounds like a motherfucking good idea. And then, next thing you know, Knight Rider, the motherfucker edition arrives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, what the fuck else? Yeah, like, you have that great fucking bit where uh, Anakin murders children. <laughs> like, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Master Skywalker! <laughs> what the fuck is going on, you cunt? <laughs> oh, fuck! He cut me with his fucking lightsaber, he did! Cut me in fucking off! I'm ten! <laughs> Uh, yeah, it goes to the fucking super magic lava planet of destiny, yep. kills every irrelevant prick that's there, huh. fucking Obi-Wan rocks up, oh, Padme rocks up with Obi-Wan hidden inside her spaceship of wonder, uh, Anakin, even though he fucking loves Padme, decides to force choke her for some reason, uh, the two of them get into a big laser disco dance fight of destiny, which ends with Obi- Anakin getting this fuck kicked in, um, and, and yeah, Obi-Wan. and fucking... And fucking Yoda and yep. uh, Darth Sidious have a big fuck off oh, fight yeah. where they literally throw the Senate at each other. Yeah. And Kashyyyk. And fucking Kashyyyk, yeah, the Wookiees. <laughs> Goodbye, Tarful. Goodbye, Chewbacca. Yeah, fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be seeing you again anytime soon, is it? Go on, you little green <laughs> cunt. Get your fucking space rocket and fuck off. <laughs> In fact, the other thing about it, Chewie literally never sees Yoda ever again. Chewie literally never what? Never sees Yoda ever again. Yeah. Actually, yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two best of friends, and they never, never see each other. I've never actually fucking thought of that until now, because I didn't actually care. Fuck me. <laughs> what a pile of shit. What an absolute load of ass. And I knew that hell. would happen. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what you can fucking tell whenever Chewbacca is doing it's all... Like, yeah. he's basically saying, go on, you little green cunt, get in your fucking little rocket. <laughs> fuck off, come on. <laughs> I don't care if you fucking die. Get the fuck into your little spaceship that looks like one of those fucking hangover shits that you have first thing in the morning and fuck off into space. Uh, I don't care. I couldn't give a fucking cheese on the end of my dick about you. 
Get the fuck off my planet, you little green bastard. Fucking kill yourself. And then he turns around to talk to Yoda. Yeah. Instead of Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Dramatic twist. Yeah. Oh, Does fuck. Kermit the Frog live on Dagobah as well? Yeah, everyone lives on Dagobah. Oh, that's, that's, that's Muppet Island. <laughs> like, you don't seem to realise that, because, like, you know... Dagobah isn't just this big, thick, overgrown, swampy marshland. That's that's Yoda's little island. The yeah. rest of it's all like you know, Muppets take Manhattan and shit. Yeah, it's like whenever you go through the tunnel in Who Framed Roger Rabbit and you come into Toon World. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that. You know, like yeah. you you go, you wander a tunnel and you're in Dagobah. You go into another tunnel. You're in Muppet World. Yeah, you go through the Cave of Being or whatever it's called. Yeah, like literally if Darth Vader hadn't been standing there and, and Luke Skywalker <laughs> hadn't beaten the fuck out of him and then that really weird scene where the helmet explodes and you see Luke's yeah. face inside the helmet. If that hadn't happened, if Darth Vader hadn't been there, Luke would have walked far enough that he starts to hear, It's time to play the music. It's time to light the lights. It's time to meet the Muppets on the Muppet Show tonight. <laughs> Kermy. Oh. Shut up, frog! <laughs> waka waka! <laughs> hey, Luke! Let me lend you a hand! Waka waka! <laughs> oh, that's that Shakira song. Fucking hell. The Great Muppet <sighs> Caper, otherwise known as Return of the Jedi. Fucking <laughs> like fucking Salacious Crumb. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck off that's, that's fucking Kermit without skin <laughs> uh, so what chronologically came after um, Revenge of the Sith Solo <sighs> yeah 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 it did okay I, yeah. I told you before we recorded this I haven't seen it yeah, you're not missing. If you've seen the tra- it's it's like the new Jurassic World movie. If you've yeah. seen the trailers, you've seen the movie. And Darth Maul. And Darth Maul rocks up again. Yeah, rocking <laughs> his uh, robotic clone more like. Oh, spoilers, by the way. Ah, oh, fuck off. It's <laughs> not like anyone gives a shit. I think everybody knows at this point. Yeah. And so yeah, uh, look, he's in it for three quarters of a second, but still, oh my god. I'm gonna come! It's Darth Maul! Wait, didn't he fucking die? Yeah, he got fucking cut in half! But he's still alive? Yeah! Fucking love Star Wars! Uh, He's just mad as all. He's mad as hell. No, he's he's not even Darth Maul in this one, he's just Maul. No, yeah. Well, he hasn't been Darth Maul since he was cut in half. The yeah. first time, yeah, his, his legs contained the Darth part. Yeah, that's, that's where all his dark, evil force energy came from. Just it came from the knee upward. Yeah, into the crotch. <laughs> does, does Darth Maul still have a dick? I suppose he wouldn't. No, it's just robot legs. Oh, poor fucker! No yeah. wonder he's pissed off all the time. <laughs> I can't fuck it. anything. He can't even piss. Ah. Oh. How am I still alive? <laughs> Bring and Captain Solo and the Wookiee to me. Fuck, that's not my line. That's from a different movie. Bastard. <laughs> that's Tamura Morrison's line. Oh, fuck it. 
I'm going to ignite my lightsaber in anger for no fucking reason. Yeah. As, as if we couldn't tell who it was before. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, he's sitting there having a conversation with uh, fucking Daenerys, and he's like, I fucking hate Game of Thrones! Oh, bastards! I fucking hate your character! You never get your tits out anymore! Does she do it in this movie? Yeah, surprisingly, no, she doesn't. Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought this was a kid's movie. She, like, she technically did it in Terminator, but it was done through really shitty silhouette. Where you yeah. see her undressing before they go through the time machine. And it's like, oh, yeah. that's when you're doing your best acting, sweetheart. <laughs> Take your fucking clothes off for money. Don't wave at the camera, though. because You ruins fucking it. hack fraud. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> I fucking hate Game of Thrones. I actually so do fucking I. despise it. Do you know what's even more amazing? It, they film the interiors across the water from where I I go to work. Really? Like, yeah, you can see the warehouse where they film Game of Thrones. And, like, um, that fucking stupid hack bitch released a fucking video saying, Oh my god, like, if you want to be on this set of the new Game of Thrones, you fuckers, you have to enter our fucking competition. And she was standing outside it, and I was like, I work across from there, you fucking scum. <laughs> that, that was it? You're not even like, maybe I'd go down. I couldn't give a fuck, man. <laughs> anyway, Alden Iron Third Reich, whatever his name is. Yes, uh, Alden Hitler Iron Reich, I believe is yeah. his full name. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, talk about Six. fucking fumbling the ball. Uh, ever see Anthony and Gruber? Um, no. That's the fuck stick they should have cast. Seriously, look up Anthony and Gruber. Especially Anthony and Gruber Han Solo impersonation. Or Han Solo uh, impression. Whatever the fuck it is. Like, the, the dude looks like a young Harrison Ford. It's fucking scary. Yeah, he does. And like, have you ever seen... Like, the, the movie... Um, the fuck is it called? Age of Adeline. He actually plays yeah, yeah, yeah. like Han Solo or Han Solo. Harrison <laughs> Ford's in it. Oh, Sorry, yeah. I've had too much to fucking smoke and drink tonight. Uh, <laughs> Harrison Ford's in it, and he has flashbacks to when he's younger. And Anthony and Gruber plays the young version of Harrison Ford, oh, yeah. and it is fucking seamless. So why the fuck they didn't cast him instead of this Alden Ehrenreich hack? In fact, do you know what? Alden Ehrenreich was perfectly cast in this movie because he's paired with another fucking hack. <laughs> and that fucking Amelia Clark stupid fucker. <laughs> you get more acting out of the fucking microphone that I'm shouting at than you would at those two dickheads. <laughs> Jesus, holy God. Talk about f- fucking it up the ass. But yeah, apart from that, it's a good movie. It's not too bad. Three stars. <laughs> oh god there we go again um I'm back I got my you, cigarettes <laughs> you got up and I heard a sigh of relief like finally I can fucking leave this shit no finally I can get my fucking nicotine fix I'm also crack but still <laughs> no, another thing that fucked me off about Solo right so I went to see Jurassic World piece of shit kingdom today 
And I'm sitting in the fucking cinema. Me and Elizabeth went to see an early showing because we had that fucking family get together thing tonight where we all got shit faced. But anyway, uh, so went to the the super early screening. One, there was a fucking five-year-old there who cried his yeah. fucking eyes out every time God. a dinosaur died. And it was fucking hilarious. I laughed my ass off to that because I was like, that kid ain't fucking sleeping tonight. I looked at the parent. The parent looked at me and we gave each other knowing nods as if to say, yeah, I'm fucked this evening. But yeah. So one thing that pissed me off about Solo is going to see Jurassic World so early today. We got a shitload of adverts, and I don't mean trailers. I mean fucking commercials. Buy our product. It's shit, and it'll break in about a month, but it looks fucking cool, and all your friends will like you, and your partner's more willing to go down on you during sex. But anyway, yeah, so finally all that shit ends, and it's like, everyone can sit back and relax, because now it's time for the trailers. And I'm like... Okay, fucking cool. Maybe we'll get a trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Maybe we'll get a trailer for fucking whatever the fuck else is out during the rest of the year. Ocean's 8 or some wank, right? So, I'm sitting there, right, going, the fucking trailers are about to start. This is going to be fucking cool. Do you know what it was? A goddamn advert for a car based around the movie Han Solo. Really? Fucking die. Like, it was, it was literally, like, this fucking, I don't know, a milf or some shit, driving this kid that was clearly played by an 80-year-old, wearing fucking heavy makeup, right? And, like, they're, they're driving along the road, and, like, the fucking train from the train heist in Solo goes past them, and Chewbacca stand on top of it going, I want to fucking die, right? And then the fucking Millennium Falcon flies in with that weird front bit on it that makes it look like yeah. a weird pizza cutter or cake fucking cutter thing, Right? And then, like, fucking stormtroopers rock up on their little hover bikes that you see them on in fucking Return of the Jedi. And you're just watching it going, I want to fucking cut my wrists and bleed out and just expire. Because what the fuck is this? And you know what's even better? That ended, and then Jurassic World started. No fucking trailers, no damn all. So fuck Solo, a Star Wars story. And what about Donald Glover as Lando bisexual Rizian? I actually really liked him. Yeah? Like, I, th- I thought he did it well, because, right, here's here's something that really, really fucked with me, right? It's when the reviews for Solo came out, everyone was lining up to suck Alden Ehrenreich's dick, because they were like, yeah. oh my god, like, he embodies Han Solo, but he, he doesn't do a direct copy of Harrison Ford's impression. No, that's what he should have been fucking doing, you stupid yeah. bastards. Because Han Solo is Harrison Ford. It's like Indiana Jones. He is Harrison Ford. It's just Harrison Ford doing his fucking thing. There's no real yeah. difference between Harrison Ford than there is Indiana Jones, than there is Dr. Richard, whatever the fuck his name is, from that fucking movie, The Fugitive. You know, like, he plays the same fucking character. Most of the time he wants his family back. In this case, not so much, but still. But, like, fuck... To, to to review this fucking movie and go, Alden Ehrenreich did really good because, you know, he didn't act like Harrison Ford. Yeah. Fuck off, mate. He's supposed to act like Harrison Ford. That's why you should have hired Anthony and Gruber. Fuck yourselves. So that's what makes Donald Glover's portrayal yeah. of Lando Calrissian so fucking good because he acts exactly like Billy D. fucking Williams. And yeah. it comes across that way. You know, he does the whole... Yeah. 
Well, well, well. Obviously, what have we here? You know, like the whole, the whole fucking super cool, super laid back like sort of guy. And it works. Like when you see him in that cape, when you see him doing his little cocky sort of walking shit. That yeah. is fucking Lando. Sing a song. Like, I look at fucking Alden Iron tits as fucking Han Solo, right? And I'm going, that's not fucking Han Solo. Like, you can add all the fake CGI prosthetics and shit and all the fuckery of the day that you want to his face. You can style his hair the proper way. You can put him in vaguely similar outfits to that, the ones that Harrison Ford wore throughout his tenure as Han Solo, even including all the way up to The Force Awakens. But that fucker isn't Han Solo. Like, there is nothing that makes me believe nice this fucker, within the space of ten years, will look like Harrison Ford. Thereby making the entirety of this yeah. movie completely fucking pointless. Like, it's the, the the biggest compliment that I can give it, aside from calling it a massive, maggot-infested pile of shite, is the fact that it, it's kind of like watching the original X-Men trilogy and then going back and watching X-Men First Class. Like, you like James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender as Professor X and Magneto. There is no way in a month of fucking Sundays that these fuckers are going to grow up to be Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. It's just not fucking happening. Yes, they still portray the same character. They still have the same quirks and the same, I don't know, nuances of, the, of those characters. They're just not fucking them. You know, and that's exactly what's wrong with Solo. It's the fact that it's a nice, fun, little space adventure movie... It ain't fucking Han Solo. There is no way in fuck that that guy is growing up to be Harrison Ford. No way. So yeah, fuck that movie. <laughs> yeah, basically, if you've had one of those evenings where you've wanked yourself silly and just your bell end and your banjo string are fucking throbbing... <laughs> And you just can't wank anymore. <laughs> Pop on solo until you recharge the loads. Uh, no, no, no. Do that as like really the only time anyone should watch Thor: The Dark World is with the sound off, as a bit of Coldplay plays in the background, and you prepare the noose and you kick the stool away. But then people would wonder who who in the last name has the last name Sue. No, I mean like fucking Russia Blood to the Head, Coldplay. Really fucking I Wanna Kill Myself music, Coldplay. Yes. Clocks go can be sick. Tides and I tried to swim yeah. again. Bog <coughs> me down upon my knees. Oh, I beg, I beg and plead singing. <coughs> Yeah. Come out and think so sad. Shoot an apple off my head. <laughs> you know, like your family walks in and finds your naked corpse <laughs> strung from the roof. A store of the Dark World's end credits plays. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cole plays going, And I will try to fix you. Uh, if you ever read about my death in the papers even if they don't mention how it happened yeah. that's what you can picture <laughs> when I finally had enough of this fucking planet and every single cunt that walks upon it that is how I will take my own life copyright TMC Stephen McCullough Productions 2018 
Whatever in the fuck. Even I don't know what I'm called anymore. I've changed my name that many fucking times. Could have made the Force Awakens. Oh my god, we've got a new female lead. It's fucking amazing. She's dead. You would have called it the Cock Awakens, though. Yeah, I know. I would have been like the fucking Cunt Awakens. <laughs> and it's just you and Elizabeth waking up in the morning. Yeah, and then followed by like a 90 minute gratuitous sex scene. <laughs> Complete with felching. <laughs> donkey punches. Just fucking donkey punches, a donkey show. A donkey show. <laughs> uh, fucking, like, you know, like, there'll be, like, little uh, vertically challenged midget Wookiees involved as well. <laughs> Like, you know, like, really, really sick shit. Fucking butt plugs are in, involved in there. Like, it's it's totally fucked up. It ends with, like, you know, I'm rummaging through a drawer of dildos and I find Luke Skywalker's lightsaber and I go, ah, fuck it. When in Rome, and I shove that up her ass, you know. <laughs> I fuck her that hard, she turns into Maz Kanata. <laughs> that's, that, that's her dildo trunk. In, in The Force Awakens. That's where she kept her dildos. And she was like, oh, that looks like a fucking dildo. I'll put that in my dildo box. Oh, no, wait, it's a lightsaber. Fuck, I better give it to Mary Sue. Mary Sue takes and goes, the fuck is this? A dildo turns it on, bang, right in the face. Dead. There's a deleted scene of The Force Awakens where Ray's looking in the chest and she's like, what the fuck are all of these? Dildos. And then, yeah... So many dildos. Blue ones, green ones. Some as big as your head. Some have have eyes that she's seen before. Oh, fuck. No, she just looks at it. She's like, like, what's in the box? Opens it. (laughs) (laughs) Has someone done that? I want to look that up and see if someone's done that where they've taken every single scene in every single Star Wars movie where someone uses a lightsaber and they've replaced the hilt and or blade with a dildo. <laughs> Don't you? Oh, when we first met, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. <laughs> Strike me down now and I will return stronger than ever before. <laughs> Whenever they clash, <laughs> and whenever the Millennium Falcon starts up, it's just a chick moaning. Oh fuck! It's it's Revenge of the Shit, the all anal final, <laughs> the final chapter. I never thought I'd see the day where I'd steal a joke from Kevin Smith, but now it seemed appropriate. <laughs> Why would you ever steal a joke from Kevin Smith? Because uh, I'm too fat and lazy and talentless to think of one myself. So you're Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, like, stealing a joke from Kevin Smith is like saying, I stole a million dollars from a thief. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Look. Oh, Jesus. Bless me. Kevin Smith is someone that should make a Star Wars movie. But he would literally just make A New Hope for the third time. Yeah. <laughs> would have like fucking fart and queef jokes in it. It would be amazing. 
<laughs> it would cost one million dollars and would be set in an entire room in black and white where two Jedi talk about how much their job sucks. <laughs> oh. Anyway, the Force Awakens, it's... General fluff. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 ultimately meaningless when you think about it, especially now that we've seen yeah. the last Jedi, because you had all this yeah. shit set up like, who's Captain Phasma? Who is Kylo Ren? Or, or isn't that his name? Yeah. Fucking Kylo Ren. Like who the fuck is Kylo Ren? What the fuck is a Snoke? Where did the First <laughs> Order come from? Say what? They built another Death Star. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Is this just destined to repeat itself for eternity? And then Last Jedi comes on and goes, "Yeah, fuck it. It's all meaningless bullshit." And you, if, and yeah. if you ever at any point put any faith into finding out real answers about all this shit, jokes on you. We got your money now, bitches. <laughs> uh, I think the Last Jedi is just Empire Strikes Back in reverse, isn't it? It pretty much is when you think about it. Like, I mean, it can't really get any worse than that. Like, I mean, no, they could have literally just taken Empire and made a shot-for-shot remake of it, and it would still be lauded yeah. as fucking awful. But like, <laughs> With Vince Vaughn to really, really hammer home that, like, the direction they took it. Jesus wept. Like, I mean, it's yeah. bad enough that they turned Luke Skywalker into nature's bitch. Uh, and especially after killing off Han Solo in the last one, uh, Carrie Fisher's now dead for reals, brah. So, like, there's no way in fuck she'll be in episode 9. What the fuck is the point of this trilogy? Like, what is it working toward? Episode 8 was nothing! It was literally, we have to outrun the bad guys, but we're low on fuel. That's the main fucking story of a Star Wars movie. And then, to, to, to further add the fucking creme de la creme of shite, they make the B story, the fact that Finn and Rose, two of the most boring fucking characters that ever existed in Star Wars, have to go to this fucking magical prequel world planet <laughs> where they have to meet up with a blithering fucking idiot. To go... Right, so let me get this straight. They don't have enough fuel... Yet they have enough fuel to send one fucking shuttle away from the big fucking spaceship to go to the casino world, only to go from the casino world back to the big fuck-off ship, where they get caught and and betrayed anyway, until fucking her off of Jurassic Park with purple her rams the big fuck-off ship into the even bigger fuck-off ship. What the fuck was the point of this movie? It, it did nothing. Um, diversity? It was two fucking hours of let's spin our metaphorical wheels. Yeah. I'm so yeah. confused and horny. But like, what the fuck was <laughs> the point of The Last Jedi? I'm not even mad. I'm not even angry. I don't even sympathise or empathise with those fuckheads that that decide to troll the shit out of the cast and, and fucked with Kelly Marie Tran. Like, that requires effort. This movie left me yeah. with with 
just nothing. Like, the, there was no energy left in me after watching The Last Jedi. <laughs> like, I, I literally watched it going, this has not evolved the story in any way at all. <laughs> no. It's not even a character piece. It's not a character study. Because, like, they make it out like, oh, Poe's this fucking hothead and he's got to learn how to take charge and shit. That's a fucking B story. That is a B story. Like, and you made that the main focus of your movie? Are you fucking high? And then to really hammer home the fuck knuckle into the asshole, they decide, right, we're going to make Snoke fucking no one, Ray is fucking no one, and her and Kylo Ren are going to bang the shit out of each other, despite the fact that they fucking hated each other in the last movie. This makes no fucking sense. And they're probably related. Yeah, they'll be like ki- the kissing cousins or some shit. Only they're fucking cousins. Yeah. <laughs> because Jakku is basically the fucking deep south of the Star Wars universe. Uh. Hey, you got one of them there vaginas. Oh, I see you got one of them there penises. Let's fuck, even though we're related. That was the best six seconds of my life. <laughs> oh, what do you? What, what a fucking waste! What do, you, what do you call a virgin in the deep south? Yeah, you don't. They don't exist. A girl, uh, a, a girl who can run faster than her brothers. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> I'm sure you have some of that up there in your fancy little palace. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everyone's related. It's great. We all know each other. Yeah. Oh, you should hear some of the jokes about Tasmania. Oh, oh, do tell, do tell. Everybody's incestuous. Like, there's literally five people down in it, and they all have a go. <laughs> Fuck me. That's what they say to each <laughs> and other. That's not saying much. Yeah. And that's not saying much because my mum's from Tassie. <laughs> wow. Right. Uh, yeah, so that's fucking Star Wars, man. Th- yeah. Through the minds of of two people who have been fucked up enough by it. Yep. Star Wars. I remember um, a, a much sh- more innocent time when it was just four, five, and six. And no one gave a fuck. And yet here we are. Star Wars... Even though everybody wondered... Fucking... Why is it 4, 5, and 6? Star Wars fatigue has set in... Yep. After an additional six movies. Seven movies. Yeah. This is where we are. Like, when you think about it... Like... Star Wars has, what, ten movies now? Like, theatrically released... Live action movies, yeah. not Clank and Clone Wars. Marvel are up yep. to fucking 19 within the space of 10 years, and everyone is clamoring yeah. over themselves for more. What the fuck happened? Yeah, Star- all of Star Wars is like Thor the Dark World. Though the Dark World in Thor is what's going to be left of the fucking planet Earth. After the Star Wars franchise decimates everyone. 
What about Transformers? They're good. Oh, holy shit. Did you have you seen the I assume you've seen the Bumblebee trailer? I have, yeah. What did you think of that? I think too little, too fucking late. <laughs> Why the fuck wasn't it like this like what eleven years ago? <laughs> Where you like you can actually tell that that's Bumblebee as a robot and not like a fucking scrap metal yard threw up all over a a monster? what the fuck like where, where Bumblebee not only looks like Bumblebee but Starscream actually looks like fucking Starscream like yeah, guys you're you're fucking six movies deep here and, and <laughs> like now is not the time to start this shit I still think the best Transformers movie is the 86 movie fuck yes Transformers more than meets the eye you got the touch. You got the power. When all hell's breaking loose, you'll be right in the eye of the storm. Yeah, the movie that exists just to kill off all the main characters so Hasbro could make more yep. different Transformers. And there's a Weird Al song in it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Eric Idle's in it. Again, back when movies were made because you had a passion to make them. Not because they were supposed yeah. to be the start of this big multi-universe crossover setup event spin-off wank fest. Like, what it the just fuck? to sell toys. Right, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, right? I actually bought Transformers the last night on Blu-ray. I willingly went out and bought that piece of shit. To watch the special <laughs> features because I wanted to know what the fuck goes on behind the scenes, and I got my fucking answer at long last. So there's there's a behind the scenes featurette, and it's called something like Transformers Transforming a Universe or something fucking retarded like that, right? God. And it basically it it's a group of fucking hacks sitting around the table pitching ideas for Transformers movies to, to Steven Spielberg's face that's on a video monitor because he's currently on the set of a far better movie <laughs> and one of them goes oh right yeah so I have an idea for a script it's called Transformers World War 2 right and so like Bumblebee yeah he's in World War 2 so, like, let's put that into Transformers 5 so we can totally spin it off, bro. Michael Bay is, like, wanking off in the corner going, like, I fucking love that idea, man. Let's fucking <laughs> let's make it. You know, and it's like, what the fuck is this? Like, it, like it's so creatively bankrupt bullshit. Hmm. Yeah. They just want to sell toys because they know they will. Yeah, it's a product. It's it's just... And it's not done the way that, like, Transformers the movie was done. Where it's like... Yeah. Yeah, this is clearly done to sell toys. But it's also got a really great storyline to it. And it gets the kids invested as well. Which, in the long run, will make them part with their pocket money even more. Because they want to reenact yeah. those awesome scenes with their toy robots. Same as the Transformers animated series. Great fucking plot, yeah. great characters, great voice acting, awesome animation. 
fun, creative things to do with transforming robots. And lessons. Yeah. Morals and shit. But, like, with, with fucking Paramount and Hasbro's Transformers movies... It's just basically noise and and fucking clusterfucks the movie. Yeah. Times five. I mean, and and now finally you're gonna start doing it properly. Fuck off. The only reason you're doing it properly is because you know that you've milked that cash cow dry, and you need to start giving the fans something so at least you'll have a built-in audience to watch this shit. Yeah. At least the first, the 2007 movie's fine. Yeah, and it seems like they're just ripping off that storyline for the Bumblebee movie. Because yeah. like, even the teaser trailer starts with uh, the late, great, uh, what the Bernie fuck, Mac. Bernie Mac, yeah. With, with, with his lines of dialogue <laughs> from the first Transformers movie. It's yeah. a mystical bond between man and machine. Like you know, the the driver don't pick the car. The car picked the driver. That's like, yeah. if if there was ever any fucking indication that you've taken the best moments out of the first Transformers movie, where Sam's you know like desperately trying to get a car, and he finally gets Bumblebee. Like that. Yeah. That's what I loved about the first Transformers so much because it was a story about like a, a young adolescent man getting his first car. Like, that's a great story yeah. in and of itself. It just happens that the car is an alien robot. And that's what made it work. Yeah. And now you're, you're literally going to remake that. Just that, that one section of, the, of that movie. And you're going to... The only thing you're going to change about it is the, the lead character's a, a girl this time instead of a boy. Because sex is... Because we haven't had enough of that already. Hashtag Ghostbusters. Hashtag Ocean's yeah. 8. Fucking hell. Right, okay, here's a little thing I want to just have as an aside. And I've probably mentioned this before. But, right. See, feminism, right? All jokes aside, feminism. I am totally behind that shit. I, I yeah. completely, 100% support that. Because I think men and women should be equal. I think we all should be equal as people. It doesn't matter what colour your skin is. It doesn't matter what's between your legs. It doesn't matter who you identify as. You're still a fucking human being. You share this planet with a bunch of other human beings. And yeah, they may be fucking assholes, but they're still people and you still need to work together for a better tomorrow and blah, blah, fucking blah. But yeah. feminism has been polluted. It has been raped. Feminism has been raped. <laughs> it has been pillaged. And it has been reformatted and repackaged into a marketing technique. That's what's wrong with the world today. And and people going like, oh my god, we need more female representation in movies. And, and if you don't like this movie with a lot of female characters in it, that makes you a sexist. You have to go see this. No. Where was all that when Wonder Woman came out and did well at the box office? Yeah. Where's all that going to be whenever Captain Marvel comes out? Yeah. You know, it's it's a marketing technique. Like, even when Ocean's 8, right? I was all behind Ocean's 8. Because I thought, yes, finally, another Ocean's movie. Because I loved the first three. I hate the original, the Rat Pack version. It's boring. It's shit. Forget about it. Yeah. But the George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon movies? Yes, please. Give me more. And when I heard they were doing Ocean's yeah. 8, and it was going to be an all-female lineup, I thought, 
I don't really care. Like, I, I want to see more from this world. I want to see slick, stylish heists, and I don't care who's doing them as long as they're a good bunch of actors. And they have a great bunch of actors. They've got uh, Anne Hathaway, Kate Blanchett. They've got um, uh, Sandra Bullock. They've got Helena yeah. Bonham Carter. They've got Rihanna in it as well, of all people. Aquafina. And it just it sounds so fucking cool this is the female version because you have the the equivalent of that you have like what the A-list actors for men were back in the day with George Clooney and Brad Pitt and Matt Damon and, and Casey Affleck and Scott Kahn you know like you have the male equivalent like the female equivalent now and it was like holy shit this sounds so fucking cool and imagine if they make a trilogy out of these so it'll be Oceans 8, 9, 10 that'll lead into Oceans 11, 12 and 13 brilliant, I love it yeah. give that to me so they didn't do what Ghostbusters did they didn't do the whole like oh we're doing this because little girls need role models and all this shit they just said we're making Oceans 8 it's got an all female cast that's not the focus the focus is the heist and, and making a good movie and stuff I respected them for that yeah then the reviews came in, and they were mixed at best. And they were, yeah, yeah it's, it's an okay movie. I mean, like, and none of, none of the reviewers were like, what the fuck is the point of this? Why reboot it with women, you know, and all this sexism and shit? They literally just went, it's all right. It's an okay movie. And then all of a sudden, yeah. all of, like, the actors in Ocean's 8, the directors, the writers, and, and people that love the movie are starting to come out now and saying, yeah, there's too many male reviewers in Hollywood. And that's why it's not getting reviewed too well. It's like, no, it's getting bad and mixed reviews because it's not a great movie. Yeah, it's just a movie. Yeah, so lighten the fuck up about it. Like I, I hate that yeah. in today's society, where we're a cause that was so instrumental in society back in the 70s with the bra burners and, and the cultural revolution and changing the stereotype of what women should be which is women should be seen and never heard and women's places in the kitchen and, and women shouldn't be allowed to yeah. vote and women shouldn't be allowed to work feminism fought against that they fought against the social norms and they created a world where women can be equal and they can choose to live their own lives how they choose to live them without being frowned upon by society. And now, yeah. that's starting to come back full circle again, where feminism is turning into a joke because it's being used as a marketing ploy. Yeah. That that actually sickens me. It saddens me. To a point, yeah. it also sickens and saddens me too whenever people say, Black Panther was an amazing movie because it has an all-black cast. Completely irrelevant. Black Panther is an amazing movie because it's got an amazing cast. A great bunch of actors who work well against one, one another to create awesome dramatic scenes, to create awesome action sequences. It's got an incredibly talented director in Ryan Coogler who also just happens yeah. to be black. You know, I mean, it's great that you're getting yeah. representation where it's like an all-black cast and everything like that, but that should never be the focus of the movie. That should just be a happy little side accident to the fact that you made a great movie. And I think it's as simple as that. Like it, it, it shouldn't be done for any other reason than this is a, a piece of entertainment. And if you try and market that, and, and thankfully enough, Marvel didn't. Marvel didn't go, if you don't go to see Black Panther, you're a racist. 
know, yeah. they didn't they didn't do that. They they said, here's a movie about another wacky, weird and wonderful hero within this larger umbrella of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And people went to see it, it because it's got the Marvel logo on it. They went to see it because they enjoyed Thor Ragnarok, they liked Spider-Man Homecoming, they enjoyed the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and the Iron Man movies and the Captain America movies and so on. And this is just the next stage in that. Yeah. So whenever people come out with bullshit like, oh, if you don't see this movie, you're sexist, or if you don't see this movie, you're a racist. No, if I don't see this movie, it doesn't really make me anything. It, it, it makes me me because I've decided I don't want to see this movie. Yeah, like I, I'm not going to feel forced to go watch a movie just because it's it's playing into some sort of agenda. Like I mean, yeah. if you go to see Ocean's Eight because you're a feminist and because you want to see women succeed, is watching Ocean's Eight going to do anything about that? No, no. The only thing it's going to do is line the pockets of the executives at the company who made the movie. It's not like they take the profits from that movie and put it into things like women's aid shelters or rape crisis centres or anything like that. Yeah. It, it doesn't help the cause at large. Mm. Too deep? And then Sorry? Too deep? <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> well, then... I am being totally truthful. Hashtag hashtag. Yeah, trending. Um, <laughs> um, what is trending so I can put it in the tags? Um, anyway, um, I th- yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, it's yeah, they'll start selling feminism figures, action figures, and toys, and yeah, Captain Feminist. It'll be like Captain Planet, only it's yeah. gender swapped. <laughs> And she cleans up racism off the streets. No, she cleans up sexists. It's like, oh my god, you're a woman! <laughs> Take that, vile fiend! <laughs> Smack. That's every episode. <laughs> Men are Sorry. scum! Remember, kids? The more you know. <laughs> that would be... I think I'd watch that just as much as Knight Rider. Oh, fuck yeah. See, I've got all the ideas. You know, Hollywood needs to hire yeah. me, never mind anyone else. They need to hire me. <laughs> so I can just basically go, yeah. right, people want fucking cheap tat that they believe has a cause behind it. Leave it with me. I'll sort it out. <laughs> um, speaking of feminism... They released a teaser trailer for Captain Marvel today. Oh, they did? Yeah. I haven't even seen it. Where is it on YouTube? Yeah. What's it like? I Um Well, I just watched it while you were ranting. <laughs> oh fuck me. Right. <laughs> I I had the sound off, I was still listening maybe. Um But she is they've gone the she's a test pilot route and she crashes. And then she somehow gets magic blood because that's what they do now in movies. Is that not the fake trailer um, though? No, it was a real one. This is the official one. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's a teaser for Captain the full trailer. Marvel. T- 
teaser. No, I don't think it's out yet, man. I think that might have been uh, the fake one. Well, they said it released um, at some weird European convention thingy, majiggy, dude, hickey. Um, let me check. Well, it's not trailer technically, but it's footage. I think that's the fake one. Because I, I remember seeing that the other day. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm pretty oh. sure that's the fake one. Well. News.google.com has led me astray once again. Because I remember seeing that on Facebook and it just looked fake as shit. Oh. <laughs> Oh, they'll probably do that anyway. They'll probably film exactly the same thing and release it as a troll. <laughs> Hashtag lols. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. Um, is that everything? I I think that covers it. <laughs> I hope so. And I hope we're not going to do a what we did last time, where we just say goodbye for five minutes and you talk about how people have authority to think about us while they're in bed. Oh yeah, well that still stands. Yeah, of course it does. From last time. We don't yeah. have to say it. Like, I mean, you know, if, if you if you want to hear more from us, please feel free to sacrifice an animal of your choosing. Uh, send the blood to uh, Vote Saxon 07, Curve Following the Nerd, uh, 123 Fake Street, <laughs> uh... <laughs> County Andrew Northern Ireland. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, please, whatever you do, do not mark on the jar or whatever receptacle you've used to collect the blood what type of animal it is. We have machines that can work that out. <laughs> and if you'd like to send some to me, you can send it to at Totally Truthful um, at number 10 Downing Street, London. Um, W196AX. Yep. That's where I live. Yep. In his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I live there? Why would I want to be Theresa May? Because uh, you fucking hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know? Oh, I've had an inkling. Because you've done a fucking <laughs> two and a half hour podcast with me tonight. You did a four hour podcast with me a couple of weeks back. Anyone with in their right mind would not want to do that. <laughs> you have a point. It's either this or death. And you chose this. Yep, and now I'm going to go watch Thor The Dark World, put some card play on and kill myself. <laughs> yeah, make sure you use a midshipman's <laughs> knot. It won't break. <laughs> God, I don't know my knots. I'll just tie it like a shoelace. That's that 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 is where you feel. <laughs> That's why I want to kill myself. Anyway, um, end on a high note, I guess. <laughs> well, I certainly am. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that'll do. Um, thanks for listening and maybe watching because I might put some weird shit in this for the views and the revenue even though I don't make any money off of this yeah wouldn't hurt um, 
Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It, Nobody's going to tell. It makes the, the giant mass of nothingness a little bit more bearable to sit through. <laughs> Instead of just one image, which is what it normally is. Yeah. Um, screw it. I can't edit that much. I'm tired. Oh, well, fuck it. Even though it's... At least that way, you happening. won't have to put up things like a guy made entirely out of cancer or... Massive cons. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'll edit out all the bits where I forget to speak because I might have fallen asleep. I don't know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you next time. Maybe I don't know if you will. Depends on what I'm talking about. Whether I'm still um, alive. Yeah. Whether you've watched Thor The Dark World three too many times. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that'll do it. Next time we might talk about Jurassic Park franchise, because there's only four of those, which means it's going to be short. Technically there's five. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, many <laughs> people will. I forget, I didn't count Jurassic Park three. Yeah, fuck that movie. But yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's a run for the, for another time. <laughs> yeah, maybe next time. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'll speak to you again because this is my podcast. What are you still doing here? Oh, okay. This is. <laughs> bye. <laughs> this is a shit show. See you. Bye bye. Love you. Bye. Cookies. Come on. Come on. <laughs>